Fiercely Flipping 50 is a premier podcast for high-achieving midlife women who know a great life doesn't happen by accident. It's something we create. If you've accomplished a lot in your life, but you need a little extra confidence and courage to achieve that next big dream, or maybe you're not sure that's possible for you in midlife and beyond, either way, this podcast is for you. In each episode, Certified Life and Health Coach Janelle J teaches you how to overcome fear, self-doubt, your own self-critical thoughts, and social conditioning so you can let go of anxiety and insecurity and boost your courage and confidence to get what you want in this next and possibly best part of your life. Let's get started. everybody. Welcome back. It's snowing here in northern Nevada, big, beautiful flakes. And I love the snow when I can watch it through the window. Not so much of a fan of being out in it, although I did go shovel the sidewalk. But there's just something so peaceful about watching the snow come down through the window. I just love it. So I hope everybody had an amazing Thanksgiving. Um, We sure did. Spent it with my family. And there was probably, I don't know, 22 of us or something for dinner. And it was just so nice. It's just always such a nice time. So I hope yours was the same. And it's been about a week since Thanksgiving, if you can believe that already. And I'd love to know how it went for you. I've been hearing a lot about the Thanksgiving feast and the damage to weight loss goals. So I'm wondering how it went for you. What was the damage for you? What what has the damage been? How much of it did you eat? Did you stay in plan? Did you even have a plan? Did you tell yourself you weren't going to eat all of the appetizers and the dinner and the desserts and drink all of the wonderful drinks? And then you did. Or did you make it through the feast okay but then ended up indulging all weekend long as you shopped or did other things, or maybe you just avoided all of it. So how did it go? I would love to know. You can share with me over in my Facebook, um, on my Facebook page, Janelle J, J A I. But I'd love to know because holiday feasts or really any celebration used to be something I really, really struggled with. And over the course of time, and having gone through enough celebrations, Thanksgiving was really not a problem. And I was able to enjoy myself and enjoy foods that I really love. And more importantly, I was able to focus on the people I was with and the experience of the holiday rather than the food. This is really wonderful to have this freedom around food, right? You're not afraid to go to these celebrations and have all that food be around you. You're not thinking, oh, should I have it or shouldn't I have it or forget it? I'm just going to pick back up on Monday. Although it did cross my mind that a bite of chocolate mousse might taste good after the piece of tiramisu that I had decided on ahead of time. But I reminded myself that the feeling of honoring my plan actually feels better than the emotions I'd probably have after eating 
or after consuming that, not to mention the full heavy icky feeling I get in my body and all of the heaviness or I don't even know how to explain it, the the weight in my brain from just having too much sugar. And in fact, the day after Thanksgiving, I thought about not having that extra cake. And my thought was, dessert is so much better when I savor one thing I really want rather than indulge and overdo. And it's just the best feeling. It's so freeing. And I want that for all of you who listen because it's something that I never could have dreamed of happening for myself a few years ago before I found life coaching. So I do just want to let you know that if it sounds good to you, that freedom, and if you're thinking, hey, I'd love to have that freedom too, or I'd like to at least learn more about it, I want to invite you to join me for a free pop-up training that I'm offering this coming Friday at noon Pacific, and it's going to be really helpful for for you because I'm going to help you understand whether right now is the time to work with somebody and lose weight, and that's something I hear a lot around the holidays. People are like, yeah, I want to, but the new year is a better time. Or I'm not sure I'll be committed. I've tried a lot of times. I'm not sure it'll really work and be sustainable. Or even is working with a coach something that's going to be helpful to me? And what I want to say to you right now, prior to the call, is now is the best time. It's the best time because you can get ahead of the upcoming holidays and you can get the tools you need not to fall in the holiday food frenzy and make it harder in the new year. It's perfect because you'll start the new year and the new decade. Can you guys believe it's going to be a new decade? Really feeling good and confident about your weight loss as opposed to that feeling of shame and defeat that we sometimes feel. And as we're about to approach the holidays, it's a perfect time to start really thinking of yourself and your weight loss goals. And if you want to go through this next year or even this next decade, still having not having weight loss be something that's hanging over your head, something that you just can never get a handle on, something that keeps cropping up, for you, or maybe it's just in your brain all of the time, dragging you down. Okay, so this call is going to help you decide if going through my program is your best option, or if you want to do it with someone else, or if you're going to continue to do what you've always done, which is okay too, if that is what you really want. But I would love to help you know that information. And you can sign up for that by going to tinyurl.com forward slash 4SS. So tinyurl.com forward slash 4, F-O-U-R-S-S. Again, that's how you can register. And I'm going to share with you four simple steps to permanently losing weight it's some thing that I cover with my clients. There are four things that I cover 
or some of what I cover with my clients. So you'll have an idea of what you can expect from me. Um, a little bit about that and help you decide if you want to work with me or if you want to work with someone else or you just want to keep doing what you're doing. But working with me is approaching weight loss in a whole new way. So jump on that call with me this Friday or this and um, yeah, it'll help you decide. So once you are already know what you're going to be doing for your weight loss, you don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, how am I going to handle these holidays? What am I going to do? I'm going to feel like I'm starting from scratch in the new year. You won't have to be figuring out a solution at the beginning of the year. You'll be already ahead of the new year. And how would that feel, really, truly? How would that feel to be ahead of the new year on your goals? Um, I really can't think of anything more awesome. In fact, I am setting myself up to be ahead of the new year with my goals right now, too. So I'll teach in this training um, more about that. And if we decide to coach together, how to have your own back so you can still enjoy the holiday food and feel good about it. So today I want to talk a little bit about not losing weight, I guess, or it's kind of more about just self-worth and not losing weight is what it's really about. And weight loss is something that a lot of midlife women struggle, as I mentioned, and we hear all the time how the struggle gets harder as we age. And even though we see ads for it everywhere and jokes about it, and maybe even we commiserate with one, one another about our weight, it's truly something that so many people struggle with and really don't want to talk about because it's so tied to our self-worth. I'm going to talk more about self-worth in a future podcast, but I want to talk to you today about it as well as it pertains to weight loss. And what I find for the clients I work with who are on a weight loss journey, and what was true for me too, is that deep down, we want to lose weight so that we can feel more worthy, so we can feel more valuable. Now, there isn't always a conscious thought of like, I am not a worthy human being. That's not something that I usually use in my inner dialogue or did even before I became a life coach. And a lot of my clients don't use that either. But deep down, I really felt like I would be more valuable, that I could accept myself more, and that I could ultimately be okay and feel better about myself, love myself more if I lost weight. That once I lost the weight, then so many other things would be better. I'd feel better about myself. I'd have more confidence and energy to do all things, all the things. And I wanted to accomplish it fast. The quicker, the better. And it is true that when we lose weight and we, we feel better, that we do have more confidence and more energy. And these are things that I hear from my clients all the time who are working with me on their weight loss goals. And this is how we approach weight loss a lot of times. But here's something that's really important for you to know. 
when we start a new way of eating, and I don't call it dieting because dieting implies that it's temporary. And when you lose weight with quick fix programs and you never deal with what's causing you to eat the way you, the way you eat that got you to the weight that you're at, and when you're only addressing the problem from the outside and not the inside, not your thinking, then things stay the same. And you don't lose the weight. You don't sustain the weight loss. If you haven't done the work on your brain, you'll just find other excuses or other evidence that you're doing a bad job and you'll sabotage yourself and you'll prove to yourself that it's not possible for you. Almost everybody I've ever worked with on weight loss comes to me with the story that they've tried and failed that they don't have proof that it's works for the long term. And this is why. It's because most people are approaching this from an outside in rather than an inside out. Okay? You'll keep trying willpower. You'll keep gaining and losing. You'll keep looking for that magic pill or that band-aid to fix it. But you'll never treat the cause, only the symptoms. And if you don't change your thinking, if you don't investigate your thoughts around it, you're going to continue in the same cycles. So for those of you who have yo-yos a lot and you don't know what your deal is, why you can't get your weight stabilized, it has a lot to do with the thinking. That's where everything starts, you guys. I say that all the time because it's true. And lots of people get scared to go into their mind. It's like, oh my gosh, what might I uncover up there? It's like that attic. Is there going to be spiders or rats or what icky things might I find that I just, it's better not to even open the door. <clears throat> but I can tell you for certain, no one I have ever worked with has regretted opening the doors. No one. In fact, it's the exact opposite. They wish they would have opened them sooner, okay? So I just want to calm your fears around that right now. It can seem scary, but it's truly the best thing you'll ever do for yourself, okay? And then there's another group of people who are overweight, and they know what to do, and they can do it for a little while, but they're constantly and consistently resisting the whole process of losing weight. It's like this whole tug of war. Part of them wants to lose weight desperately and part of them really doesn't want to lose weight. Okay. It's like we do really good during the week and the weekend hits. Okay. We don't want to lose out. And that logical part of our brain, which is the prefrontal cortex, and that's the part that loves the big picture and wants us to reach our goals, is like, okay, go for it. Losing weight is better for me. It's healthier for me. But then there's that more primitive critter brain, I call it, that's like, absolutely not. It's going to be really uncomfortable, and that's not going to be worth it. And there's a lot of self-sabotage. And we take little bites and licks and tastes and we decide not to have flour and sugar, and then we turn around and we have it at almost every meal. And 
even when you've planned your food in advance, we just consistently keep going against the plan or resisting the plan at all. So I was recently coaching one of my clients who's been with me, I don't know, for a little while. And we identified or uncovered something that goes on for so many of you. And what it comes down to is the scenario of believing that you are not so valuable or so worthy. That belief is not easy to find. But what it leads to is a deeper belief as well that you don't deserve to lose weight or that it isn't safe to lose weight because it could cause so many other problems. And like I mentioned earlier, you might not even be aware that you're thinking that. Likely you aren't. And you might not even be sure of what those other problems are that you're going to have when you lose weight because it sounds so wonderful, right? I can be a skinny person. I don't have to have these struggles I've been having anymore. It sounds so amazing, and it truly is. But inside your head, you've got all these other scenarios coming from that critter brain going, okay, what are there's going to be all these other problems. You don't need to know about them now, but just trust me, there will be. And this creates more self-sabotage. It's like when we're on track and pretty soon we decide that one stop at Starbucks won't make a big difference, right? Or that one cookie isn't going to be a big deal. And then all of a sudden I'm eating the bread with the dinner and the dessert after and stopping at Starbucks or Froyo or whatever it is. And things like this, we know are not going to give us the results we want. Okay. And for my client, what she was doing when she was doing these things was just really confirming in her mind those thoughts that her brain has that she is someone who is overweight and basically doesn't deserve to lose weight. If she lost the weight, she would be someone who she isn't. Let that sink in for a minute. When we're on a weight loss journey or really any journey towards our big goals and dreams, we are completely shaking our identity. And that can be really scary. And it's why so many people never change or reach their goals. Okay. My client doesn't even know who that person would be. She doesn't know who she would be if she lost the weight because she's been struggling with it for such a long time. And it's just so much comfortable to stick with what we know, right? She's confused about who that vulnerable, worthy person is that she's becoming because she doesn't know how to be that person yet, how to live her life as that person. She has no idea that she is valuable and worthy now and can't imagine being it, being without the struggle of it when she loses the weight. So you might be like her. You might 
feel justified overeating because you're already overweight or maybe you have friends or a partner who is also overweight and you can't imagine how to connect when you're not. There can be a lot of connection that we can have with other people surrounding our weight and our over desire for food. And they start thinking about losing the weight and they're like, I'm going to do it, but it doesn't feel safe because I'll lose these connections. They don't want to be that overweight person, but they don't know how to be the thin person either. And again, these thoughts might not be right at the top of your mind, or maybe as you're hearing my words, you're thinking, yes, that's me. But when we dig deeper, this is what a lot of it tends to be about. Our brains are always seeking love, safety, and belonging. And when any of those things are threatened, which they are when we're shifting our identity and learning how to be a different person, learning how to feel valuable and worthy, it's really scary. And these are the aspects of weight loss that most programs don't address or at least address deeply enough to help people reach and sustain their goals. When we're losing weight, we make plans to eat a certain way. No matter what program you decide to use to help you do it and to help you continue to do it, because that's really what it takes, right? And we don't follow it. And we make it mean something even more negative about ourselves. We like to sit there and tell ourselves that we are just lacking discipline, that we don't have accountability, that we're weak around sugar, chocolate, or whatever it is, that something is wrong with us, that we just don't have the gene that makes it so we can do it. We're a special snowflake because we can't follow our plan, which then we start believing, right? Start finding proof that it's not possible for us to lose weight. And we believe that we're just not someone who can do it. And then we take that into our identity, identity of someone who lacks value, lacks self-worth, who doesn't deserve to lose weight, who it will never be something that happens in their lifetime. And then your brain's going to reinforce that with all kinds of other supporting beliefs that there's all these flaws about your value and your worthiness. And instead of dealing with all of these deeper issues that keep cropping up and sabotaging, we just keep efforting and willpowering our way away from the bread and the sugar. We just keep looking for ways to have the sugar in a different form so we can still use food to feel better. But when you can deal with the underlying stuff that's going on, that goes on for everybody, that's going on whether you lose weight or not, you don't need the sweetness. You don't need the escape. You'll know how to manage your urges. You can let go and feel valuable and worthy and lovable now because you are. Changing beliefs, of course, is a huge part of this, but another part of it is starting to become familiar with that new identity, with the identity of someone who is thin and still has flaws 
because we all do and we always will. That person who understands that being valuable and lovable and worthy to take up space and breathe air on this planet has nothing to do with your size. And as you lose weight from the inside out, you learn to become this person one one day at a time without hiding behind the food. You start letting go of the fear of the unknown and start gradually stepping into this new version of you. The one who is thinner and still has flaws, but is okay with it. The one who sees her worth and loves herself anyway. The one who is willing to be perfectly imperfect without self-sabotaging and staying in the relative comfort of being overweight. And I say relative comfort because there's still the discomfort of being overweight, right? And that can have so much variation. I have clients who think of it about it nonstop. Okay. And I have clients who think about it several times a week. Okay. It's just less uncomfortable than doing the work to lose the weight. Or it's actually less uncomfortable than what you imagine it will be to do the work to lose the weight and to change the way you think about yourself. Not seeing yourself as lovable and worthy now is just a reflection of your ability or your capability to offer yourself love now. It doesn't mean that you're not lovable. It just means you haven't figured out how to do that now. It just means that you have not increased the capacity to be able to love yourself now. And think about that. Let that settle for just a minute, too. So you can become that person who's valuable now, no matter what weight you are, no matter how you're eating, no matter how many drinks you're having at night, no matter what horrible thoughts you are having about your partner or your coworkers or your family or whoever it is, no matter what flaws you wake up with and go to sleep with. And once you really have that feeling of compassion for yourself and being a whole human who just struggles the way humans do, it doesn't take away from your value as a human being. You can lose weight because you want to lose the weight, not because you have to, not because you should, not because you'll finally be worthy when you do it. It's the idea that you should be losing weight that ends up making so many of us not lose the weight. It's the shoulds and the fears. It's the changing the identity. Like this is really something that goes down to the deeper core of why we struggle struggle with our weight. And if this is something that you struggle with as well, and you've wondered so long why you can't get over this hump, Let me help you with this. You can set up a free call with me by emailing me at Janelle at JanelleJ.com. So that's Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L-E at JanelleJ.com. And by all means, come to the class this Friday. Okay, put the links for all of this in the show notes for you. 
And remember, now is the best time. Okay, do this for you. Set yourself up for the new year now. All right, have an amazing, amazing rest of the week. Bye. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details.